is podcast number four. We just had a very emotionally compromising one before this. So, so you should check that one out because it comes out before this one. Yeah, it's a, I'm going to put it as Margaret the doll probably, but we'll see. But today we're going to be talking about the Dennis Hoffbed, David Hasselhoff. Sorry, <laughs> I really Hasselhoff, needed Hasselhoff. to say that. <laughs> I can't. If you guys don't know who we are. Hi, I'm Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. Hi, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about that last podcast with Peggy the doll I because know. I, I just, she's literally like, you guys think that your your impact of telling that story is not going to be as great. However, just wait a few months and you'll finally realize how important it is that you talked about it. That I just need to get that out of my head. Okay, good. Oh, trying not to cry because now <gasps> we have to talk about I like literally Dennis Hoff. Well, that's why the he, cursed bed. Sorry. You're gonna find out why he's not in our podcast that we just did, like he was supposed to originally be. Because I didn't think what weird. we were gonna be talking about in the last podcast was gonna happen. Wasn't even a thing on my mind. So we're gonna talk about the uh, Moonlight Bunny Ranch. I think is what they called it. The Love Ranch is usually what people refer to it as. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's an app, another name, and they just had like a nickname for it. Um, but I just edited that video, so that's why I know. I just put Dennis Hoff brothel bed because it's interesting. I yes, guess. I think it's from the Love Ranch or something. Yeah, it's um, Papa Moonlight Bunny Ranch is what they call it. Interesting. So, what did you call it? The Moonlight Ranch? The Love Ranch? Oh, I think the Love Ranch is a different one because he owns seven, and it's from the Bunny one, not the Love Ranch. I guess so. I don't know. It's the Moonlight Bunny Branch. Stress. Ranch. Ranch. <laughs> Anyways, okay, guys, we uh, did a reaction video to Sam and Colby's video of going to the Zach Bagans Haunted Museum in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we did the reaction to the reaction video. It is a podcast, like four podcasts ago, I think now. No, two. Two podcasts ago. Peggy comes out, and then this one comes out. Oh, okay, great. I guess it's three, because Angels also came out. Watch all of those, you know? Listen to them. I, if you can watch podcasts, though, too, that's fine. You can! On our second YouTube channel. Every time she says that, I'm going to just scream, Metapsychics Extra! On YouTube. Go watch it. Sounds great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to, we covered in the, the reaction video, like, what we saw as mediums, but then we're like, well, we need, to, there's going to be a lot of parts to this reaction video, so we should maybe actually do some research, like normal non-psychic mediums, and uh, give you guys the details, the stinky details. I don't know the why tea. that came out of my mouth, but... Because we're trying to be okay now. <laughs> yeah, trying very hard, and I'm not going to take a break to go to the bathroom. Anyways, <laughs> so Dennis Hoff uh, is, or was, I should say, an American brothel owner who was born in 1946. He died in 2018, and fun fact... He was a Republican candidate in 2018 for the Nevada Assembly, which he was posthumously elected to less than one month after his death. Interesting. So even though he took the big sleep, went <laughs> wheels up, if you will, he uh, decided they're like, we're going to elect you to the Nevada Assembly, which I guess would be a great honor. Interesting. Weird. I don't know. He also is the owner, or was, the owner of seven legal brothels in Nevada, most notably the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Do with that what you will. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Legal brothels. The Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. So in uh, 1992, he purchased and remodeled the ranch, which had been a brothel since 1955. So, I mean, this building has literally been around for a long time. I probably should have done more research about just the building itself. But we're the building is haunted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that. Yeah, especially because it changed hands. It's weird mm-hmm. because you had the energy from before and that did some weird things. But now you have the energy of the thing that you're talking about now and they kind of don't get along with each other. So it creates even weirder things. I feel like aspects of the new and the old don't get along with each other. But yeah. the whole underlining theme is a jive. <laughs> it just like makes me feel like it's unstable, like the energy of things. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's literally Nevada's like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but my perception of Nevada is a desert and then ah. you just have a literal building that has like, it's like 10,500 square feet yeah. in the middle of the desert uh-huh. for sexy time. But where is this? Nevada. Is it in Vegas? It's near Vegas. Yes. Okay. I don't know. So I don't know what Nevada looks like. A desert. Cause I'm, I've seen Vegas and Vegas does not look deserted. <laughs> Well, that's because that's where they put all the water. They truck it in from somewhere. But, yeah. Anyways, it's weird. So he purchased it in 1992, remodeled it, and then was like, hey. So it's weird because I couldn't really find anything about the bed being haunted. I think just the fact that weird things happened, which we'll get into, happened in this bed. Zach Bagans is like, I have a place that's haunted, isn't it? It's a museum in Nevada, and I'm going to buy this because it could be cool. But there isn't really, like, hard-hitting evidence of it being haunted. There's just speculation, if you will. There's just weird situational stuff, like they talked about in the video. Yes, but the thing that you said about the bed's not haunted, that brothel is, is fucking great and i'm really glad that you said that because the only person or the only source that i could find that says it's haunted and doesn't just talk about the like we talk in one of our podcasts previously we talk about like what comes first i think it was the amityville horror Mm -hmm. what comes first the haunting or the true crime and in this instance i definitely think that this bed was purchased for the sole idea of that true crime ish things happened so they're like it has to be paranormal but just because yeah. true crime things happen doesn't mean that it's paranormal. Right. <laughs> so I think that's why Zach Bagans was like, location, location, location. It happened in Nevada. Also, the events happened. So I'm going to put it in here and mark it. I mean, I, honestly. I mean, they put it in there and it is now haunted because this entire museum is haunted. And it's just a, like a place to hide things there underneath it. But, you but know. <laughs> the haunted, the museum They're itself like, is haunted. I telling don't. me it's like 
well, obviously he would put a bed in here because then he can have the monsters from underneath the bed haunt people it, that he already created. Marketing and advertising is just, it's out the wahoo. It's great. It's perfect. It really is. It's a very smart business decision for your venue. But Yeah, because I have things to say about it, but we can go into after you tell your story. Mm-hmm. My short story? Yeah, because I have questions for you because I think that I'm crazy, so go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I I didn't know anything about Dennis Hoff, and I didn't know this bed was in the Zach Bagans Museum, so of like all of the weird things that we talked to and reacted to in the video, this was the, probably the most unexpected and the thing that I did not know anything about. So when I was saying things, I was like, I don't want to say bad things about this person because I don't know who they are, and that sounds controversial and maybe i'm i'm YouTube not a psychic medium it. yeah you know yeah like i don't want to just say bad things about somebody that i've never met and they're dead yeah. i was going to get my nails done with abby the other day and they only play the news in this nail salon and it just the last time we were there they were talking about the post office and i have opinions about the post <laughs> office so Opin- I was, opinions. opinions i have opinions about the post office and uh, just like everyone else's opinions, mine also are like butts and they also probably butts. smell or stink. But at, when we were going to go get our nails done most recently, they were talking about like people that died in like a house fire. And I don't mean to be weird about it, but I was, was like. this related to the post office? Sorry. It, well, the post office is not related. This is not related to the post office. Okay. The fact that they play the news at the nail salon is what's related. And I had to feel in, important to tell everybody that at the first time I went to this nail salon, the post office is what they had on the news. Oh, oh, oh. got it. Now not the second anymore. Got it. At the second time I went to the post office, they were talking about some tragic so accident. The salon, yes. Not the post office. Correct. Correct. The second news article they were covering was the tragic loss of people in a house fire. And all of these people were like, he was a good man. He loved his family. And, you know, I don't dispute that. That's not what I'm going for. What I'm going for is, what if somebody died and you said shitty things about them because they did have shitty aspects to who they were and their character? Like, could you imagine be walking down the street and someone's like, do you have anything to say about the person that died in this fiery car crash? And you're like, yeah, that dude fucking stole 20 bucks from me one time at the bar. <laughs> yeah. He ate peanuts and they got all the shells all over his lips. He just put them all over the bar and I hated it. Yeah. Why don't people say things like that? And Abby's like, well... Because that's socially unacceptable. And I was like, but it's true. And it makes for more interesting television. Like, I honestly want to know who this person was. You want to know the tea? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I died, I really hope that you'd be like, sometimes she fucking pissed me off. But maybe you don't want to know about it publicly everywhere on the news. Oh, no, I do. I need you to, if I die, make a promise to me right now on the internet. And I'm going to go on. Okay, we're going to be rich and famous at that point. And then I'll tell people. That uh, I became a banana spider because for some reason I'm still alive. <laughs> I bitch you. You didn't go to the hospital for some reason. And then you and come then back. No, you need to come back as a Dibix. Well, outside of a box, possess somebody and be like that one person that gets interviewed about ah, my death. I see, I see. And you're like, actually, my name is M. M. the Intuitive. This is just a meat sack that I'm borrowing. <laughs> I have a couple of renditions that I or renovations I have to do before I leave. But I'm just here to tell you that live. Olivia the medium was a sack of shit. One time <laughs> she kicked me in her sleep. She told my she stole my hot chocolate. She didn't do enough blogs. She gave me too much anxiety. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This uh-huh. is this is a good plan cuz I was trying to figure out how I was going to become a demon 
it sounds good. After my life of a spider, because I won't live so long as the spider, because spider, you could also step on me after you hit me or after I bite you. Mm-hmm. And then we can die together. Let's be alone together. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can be a demon and haunt the uh, the conjuring house after I'm a divic and, you know, tell people that my unfinished business of telling people that you suck or something. <laughs> I just want to play alone together by fallout boy now i like how that's all you were thinking about while i was going through my plan of becoming a dybbuk i was also thinking about the front of the cover on the album where the two skeletons are like from pompeii holding hands that might be also us but i could tell you you, weren't listening the entire time because your brain was looking at the thing inside your head (laughs) her eyes like glossed over Uh, and i was like oh god this there's something happening in there because I was trying to remember the rest of the lyrics to Fall Out Boy. For what? <laughs> For posterity's sake. Uh-huh. What were we talking about? Dennis Hoffbed, my dude. We're oh, also yeah. talking about you dying and I becoming a dimmick, but we think we talked about that already. Okay. Anyways, after M kills me and tells people on the on the news that I was a shitty asshole that like stole the last crouton. Oh, but the last breadstick at Olive Garden. Yeah. That's that's the real crime here. I really try not to, but she knows that I want it, so she just stare like sees me staring it's at actually, it like a hungry dog, and she's like, "You can have it." And I'm like, "Oh yes." It's actually the last uh, mozzarella stick. Let's get real. I do push it over to you like a meatball on a plate from. And I'm like, Lady I've already planned this out in my head. You're gonna eat the last one. <laughs> I cannot eat it. Unfortunately, it's past that that time, and my autistic brain says that you must eat it, otherwise it won't feel good. You're welcome. Go on. What are you... T- talk about the Dennis Hoffman. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> Saying shitty things about people after they die, I guess, is uh, socially, socially unacceptable. unacceptable. Yeah. So I didn't want to be that person when I'm like, I feel as a medium that his soul is telling me, but then I research these things and they uh, make sense. So <sighs> I guess, according to the internet, Dennis Hoff released a book called The Art of the Pimp. In March 2015, and his memoir included personal accounts from women who worked for him in which they detailed sexual abuse at his hands. Cool! It also includes a psychological profile of Hoff from psychotherapist Sheen Shanan, Shanan, Shina Hankin, where Hankin found Hoff to be a narcissist with no empathy and states his relationships with his employees. Quote, Like any pimp, he exploits them. This is statistic behavior, and it is both unrecognized and denied. He sounds like a real, real catch. Which is why he's not in our other podcast. So I literally wrote after this, okay, I feel a lot better about what I said about what he said caused his death. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because I literally was like, we're on YouTube right now, and I feel this like man. And you said the word sex like six times, and M had to cut it out each time so YouTube didn't didn't monetize our video or take it down. (laughs) Because my egotistical brain is like, all right, just because you own seven legal brothels in Nevada and whatever doesn't mean that you're a pimp, and it also doesn't mean that you are a bad person, and maybe the way that... I'm saying this is my own brain and it's not funny, but it wasn't me. It was him. That is exactly, I mean, quote, what he said. I don't think you would just randomly think that either. 
No, it's not something I would think, especially exactly. given the past podcast. Are you kidding me? That's not my brain. I try to be PC as much as possible, but like sometimes PG, PC, politically correct. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, that's what the boomers say. They they make it PC. That's what they PG. call it. I thought we were talking about like making it the cool land before for children. Time. Yeah. PG. PG. When I, was, when I was 12 and my brother was 13 or 14 and we would watch PG-13 movies, he would make fun of me and say, you need to learn to watch this movie because you need 13. Well, good thing I just turned 13 and I will be 13 <laughs> the rest of my life. <laughs> True story. True story. I'll get you into the R-rated movies. I'm 101. Look at my license. Anyways. Look at my license. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, reading that, because I didn't know anything about him, I was like, hmm, that makes sense. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about because you only listen to podcasts and didn't listen to our YouTube video or any of the other podcasts that we've made about the YouTube video, in the video, I'm like, there's a man here, and he's kind of, like, portly and things like that and, like, middle-aged. And he, it's in the video that they say that he, Dennis Hoff, died in this bed, which is, quote, you know, why it's haunted. That whole, like, that's why they... One of the reasons. One of the reasons. Because apparently two people died no. in this bed. No, 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 The other no, one no. almost died. Oh, yeah, sorry. Almost died, which is why it's weird. And it's alleged that this person that we'll talk about in a second was poisoned by Dennis Hoff for reasons that are unknown. Yeah. Hypothesized. You know. But anyways, um, this the soul of this man popped in while we were doing the video because I didn't know what kind of person he was. And that's my job as a medium and also to entertain you. And he's like, because they talked about how he like died in the bed while sleeping and that he died with a smile on his face. And people are like, that's fucking creepy. It must be haunted. No, no, no. I mean, it's creepy, but not in the paranormal sense. It's creepy because I had the soul of this man walk forward and he's like, you want to know why I died with a smile on my face? You want to buy a watch? Also, Sorry, that's I, the voice you're giving me. Yeah, exactly. Creepy <laughs> man that sells oh, things. Yeah. Uh-huh. So spirit has a fucking sense of humor. What was I saying? They wanted to know why he died with a smile on his face. And this man steps forward and he goes, you want to know why? And I was like, well, I guess you're going to tell me anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and he showed me like the E, what is it? ED commercials, erectile dysfunction, <laughs> where they're like, do not take this pill and have sexual intercourse it's unless you're a good way to heart. get that information. <laughs> unless your heart is safe enough for sex. And I didn't know how old he was. I was like, he's like in his late 60s-ish, late 60s or something like that. I don't remember what I said in the video, but he looks better than how old he was because I guess he died when he was 72 years old. So Makes sense. I mean, from the pictures, he doesn't look 72. So, but whatever. He's like, you know about ED commercials? He goes, well, you know, I uh, was having sex in my dream. But my heart wasn't there for it. You know, it just wasn't healthy enough. He goes, but I died the best way I possibly could. Yeah. Literally. His heart couldn't handle the sexual activity that he was enduring in his dream. Uh-huh. Hence why he died with a smile on his face. Yeah, it's like uh, on Sims and Sims that happens too. If you have an old Sim and they woohoo, <laughs> sometimes they die. He did the big woohoo and sleep and then just die. Yeah. Wheels up, ladies Makes and gentlemen. Makes me uncomfortable. That's why we have to laugh it away. Nervous laughter. So that's interesting. And then the other thing that happened is Lamar Odom, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He was a former Lakers basketball player. I think that's what they said. He decided to have a fun time at the uh, Bunny, Moonlight Bunny Ranch, and he, like, overdosed on, 
I think there was a quote from him. It was like, oh, there was weed, cognac, and then like cocaine, I think, is what he said he was having a fun time with, which is not a fun time. This is not, we don't talk about drugs. Drugs are bad, 100%. So did he get it from Dennis? And that's why people think that he poisoned him or something? Well, I don't know if he got it from Dennis or what, but they said he OD'd, but there's like some sort of... uh, Foul play. Yeah, they think he they po- they he poisoned him like he didn't know how much he was taking, but also in the quote he's like there was a lot of these drugs running like flowing and I OD'd. Um but people are like they, they like just I don't know, maybe they he, they think he laced it with something or like it gave him too much like yeah, apparently like really screwed up that guy for a while. Well, Cuz sh- obviously he like almost died, but like after that he like had some issues. Mm. I mean, if you get someone that drunk or intoxicated illegally or whatever, and you just keep giving them things after their better judgment has completely left their body, that's a mm-hmm. really good way to quote poison them. Yeah, because in the video they explain that um the guy that was working there found him because he now he works at the museum, but he also worked at this Love Ranch place. And he was the one that found Lamar having an issue in this bed. So the emergency team, they came in like the ERs. They like pulled like each side of the sheet up because this he's dude a is giant so large. Basketball player. And like took him into the ambulance. Yeah. But they think there was some sort of foul play. Yeah. And then after that happened, I guess, um, Dennis Hoff died in that bed. Yeah, a few years later, that's when Dennis Hoff finally passed in the same bed. So, I don't know. They're so like maybe people think it's like revenge or something or like karma. That's the right word. Oh, I don't know. It's like weird. Karma for poisoning Lamar, but I don't I don't know. Well, even there was a quote that I read according to the internet and it said that even Lamar is like I don't know why he would want to poison me, but Yeah. But I don't know how I OD'd. <laughs> so, Based off of the things that you said of like when we first started of, I don't think the bed is actually haunted. I think the brothel is haunted. Alice Little is one of the highest paid sex workers in the United States. And she worked at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch for a period of time under Dennis Hoff. Sorry, I need to not say what the things that he says because he just. What about it? Well, what does he say? It says that uh, the psychotherapist found him to be a narcissist with no empathy. So the entire time we're talking about these things doesn't change his impression of who he was. Yeah. But he's like, I'm a man, so it doesn't matter what I do. Well, it's not even just a a man. It's just the fact that it is who he is. And uh, he, uh, he doesn't care that two girls are talking about it. No. Like talking about him poorly. No, because it, uh, just in a narcissist manner, of it doesn't matter. They'll do yeah. things even if they get in trouble because it, it puts them in a, a limelight. Yeah, they're still in a place of power. Yes. So uh, me, so he, what I'm trying to say is when I said my the thing that I wrote down of that Alice Little is one of the highest paid sex workers in the United States and that she worked at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch and worked under Dennis Hoff. She goes, oh, yeah, he she worked under me. Hmm. That's why I stopped. So cool. Oh, God, he really fucking sucks. I don't know how I'm going to edit this. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to put this on YouTube. (laughs) It might just get demonetized or taken down. We'll see how it goes. I'll try to. This isn't on YouTube. I'm sorry. 
we'll see if I can get some of the things out, but I'm sorry, that wasn't me. Um, so Alice Little claims that the bed is haunted by the past owner of Dennis Hoff. So I don't think that's actually what she says because that's what is written. I'm sorry, I had to remember what I was saying because I'm trying to ignore him. <laughs> um, so Little says that his spirit doesn't actually reside in the bed. It resides at the brothel and that no matter where the bedroom furniture ends up, his soul is going to be the one that haunts the building. I feel like they want to keep him there. At the brothel? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They don't want to keep him there. He wants to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. They also don't want him to leave. But I don't know. I could be uh, getting that tied twist up. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. But she she just says, uh, Little says, I have no doubt that the ghost of Dennis, quote, will haunt the halls of the Love Ranch Mm -hmm. if it were to reopen. Because I guess right now, or at least as of whenever this document was published, I'm sorry, I was looking for a date, that she's like, the ranch is closed right now, but um, she's like, I'm sure that it doesn't matter wherever you move the bed or the furniture, he's not haunting the bed, he's haunting the brothel. So Mm -hmm. she says that uh, I wouldn't put it past his ghost to cop a feel in the middle of the night and scare the living daylights out of another sex worker. Sex workers are very spiritual people and we're extremely superstitious. Yeah, because they keep having someone say it's like his prison. There's like a word before that, but I missed it. Are they making him stay there? You mean like God? Like angels, higher deities? His soul is doing it. Okay. What that means. Maybe he doesn't want to pass over. I don't think it's about that either. He Well, he wouldn't see it that way. Well, yeah. That's what I'm getting is it's like his own prison. Oh, they say it's his mind prison because uh, they're showing me. I don't remember where this is from. What TV show I'm thinking of. I don't know. There's a TV show with werewolves and uh, vampires and witches. I forget what it's called. However... They talk about sending this guy to like this pocket dimension, but it's like within his own subconscious in order to prevent him from like really truly dying and passing over. That's what they're telling me about him in this weird brothel prison thing that he has. He like created his own prison. Is that the dream that he was in? They're not answering that. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like he's passed over because he's on my right hand side. I don't know. But oh, you talk to him. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm done. I learned what I needed to after that book quote of like you literally well, wrote a book about. I can't talk to him. I'm talking to a woman. Obviously, is it his mother? No, no, because he made a comment about his mother. It's like one of the reasons he likes to stay here instead of over in heaven because she just st- won't stop nagging him. No, it's this woman with like dark, long, straight hair. I don't know who she is. But she's like, he's separate from us. I don't know. Oh, it's is, weird. She, is she from the original brothel? Maybe. Because separate from us would be a different timeline. Oh, okay. So is that like when we talk about how places can be actively or passively haunted, but depending on which time frame that place existed at, mm-hmm. souls can reside in that time frame within yep. the physical bounds of the location? Yeah. Yeah. So he wouldn't be able to interfere with the paranormal timeline of 
the brothel that was there before and the past historical things, he is limited to the place in which his body existed in time. Yeah. Metaphysically. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's weird. He also wouldn't understand what was going on in the other place. And I'm quite sure the other ladies that worked the brothel before him, which is going to be the lady that you're talking about. I feel like she might have ran the house. Yeah. She feels like important. Like she was a leader in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll have to do research on what the brothel was before it was his. Yeah. Because I'm not talking to him. I've never talked to him. I don't think I can talk to him because he is literally like... If I, had a list, if I had a list of things that I block, it is fucking everything he checks off the boxes. Yeah. So I I didn't talk to him in that video. I can't talk to him now. I don't think I can put down enough walls to talk to this man. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> so You're not missing anything. I mean, I know. <laughs> so I'm talking to a woman that knows of him. I'll have a fun time editing this. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. Not the is that it? Yeah, that's okay. literally it. They just, uh, I mean, even the even uh, Alice Little is like, I don't think he's going to follow the bed. That's He's going to stay at the building. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, so this bed within um, his museum, I told you in the video mm, yeah. that there is something under the bed that, like, touches your feet because I was feeling clairsentiently someone touching my feet. But they, like, show me this, like, dark pit underneath the bed and a hand coming out of it and reaching up to touch people. Okay, give me a second. I need to open this Belveda. They smell like chocolate teddy grams. I told you, they they taste I'm like teddy grams. We're talking about the Belveda stuff. Ugh, not a sponsor, but would like to be. Yeah. Sustained my really energy good. for four hours. They're like energy bars. Uh-huh. Four hours of dad jokes. <laughs> Continue. Well, that's it. I was wondering if you, what do you see with the bed? Because the bed itself is not haunted, but you put it in a haunted place, and it's a fucking bed, so people are going to think there are things underneath it, in which I do perceive that. Oh, yeah. I didn't see the weird thing that was, like, touching things. I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of did, but I ignored it because it scared me. I don't know me. that I saw at that point. I just felt my feet being grabbed while we were sitting on a couch in my 
little porch. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. So, and then that girl got grabbed and I was like, oh, I did not notice that when we were reacting to things. <laughs> oh no, I saw the like succubus and the male version of a succubus, which I don't remember what it's called. So in the uh, the YouTube video that we reacted to of Sam and Colby, they say that in the brothel itself, they took a picture and they saw this demon face within this picture when the bed was in the brothel. Yes. So that's what Liv is talking about. So did the demon like come with the bed or is it a different one? No, the bed calls him. Mm. He says it's the perfect playground. <laughs> perfect playground for what? <laughs> well, it was in a brothel and he's a succubus. So I don't, oh, it's a, he's correcting me. He's giving me the term that I needed that I couldn't remember. Yeah, because succubus are only female. Yeah, the male version is an incubus. Yeah, that's it. Yep, they fixed it. They <laughs> look like the little, um, like the tattoos that guys get from like the like little tiny bubble devils. Oh yeah, that's what <laughs> I my, remember. My spirit guides are toning it down because it's been a long day for me. <laughs> so, yes, because this is the guy that your spirit guides were trying to protect you from, and that's how you were perceiving this guy in front of you instead of on the one side or the other. Because live. As a psychic medium, one of her signs or symbols is the one side is like in spirit, the spirit realm, heaven, and the other side is like physical things happening here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meet my Teddy Grams. That's all she's thinking about, too. <laughs> is eating Teddy Grams? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so. have to ground myself in the flavors of chocolate. <laughs> you guys want to learn how to meditate? Eat a Belvita. Focus on the chocolatey flavors. So this guy was, this this duty head, was the duty head that was in the brothel? No. Wait, what do you mean? The uh, incubus? Yeah, sure. No, the incubus is completely sev- separate from Hoffman, I no, think. No, not him. Oh. I'm talking about in the video, they explained that the girls would not go into this room. Like, it didn't matter how much money you paid them, they wouldn't go into this room because they were superstitious about it. Oh, no, that's David. That's the Hoffman guy. You told me there was a duty head that resided in there. And I would refer to as his duty head as not being Dennis Hoff, dude. But um, Oh, yeah, the cowboy? Did I tell you that he looked like a cowboy? You told me nothing else about him. Oh, he looks like a cowboy. He's a duty head. <laughs> he wants to be in a brothel. That's probably where he was. Oh. Is he a human spirit? What? <laughs> we just got done talking about the pocket dimension, right? Yeah. The specific time and place linked to that location. They yeah. kicked him out of the other time and place. Ah, got you. Sorry, you said pocket dimension. The thing that I'm perceiving, that dark hole underneath the bed, is what I perceive as a pocket dimension because they were explaining to me that it's like a Ouija board. Gross. Sorry, I remembered. <laughs> yeah, no, the guy that, the the he's like, uh, he's like in his 40s or 50s. He shows himself to girls as in his 30s to try and be less creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see him in his 30s. It's like before his teeth rotted out of his head. Mm, cool. Sorry, that's what they're telling me. So they're, he's a human. Yeah, but the women in the pocket dimension of the time and place from when the brothel was owned 1955 and previous, they kicked him out. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> Weird. That's really funny. It is really funny. Which is why he's like being perceived mm-hmm. but he shows he shows himself to girls as in his younger because he's uh, he was ugly when he was old 
Oh God. He didn't take care of himself, but yeah, he gives me less anxiety than the other person. He's just more like yeah. a peeping Tom kind of skeevy guy, but mm-hmm. maybe that was too much too. Meh. Okay. <laughs> Have fun with editing this. I'm not. I also want to do the PSA of we don't hate men. We just hate the things that men have done historically and continue to perpetuate. That's all. Well, we don't hate men, but these people just suck. So happen to be men and do shitty things. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know. You got anything else for the people? I don't know. Do you? You want to talk about the dolls? Oh, yeah. There's a doll room within this museum. And... We had a TikTok that went viral where there is this doll that is encased in glass and Liv looks at this doll that's encased in glass and they're like, this is the one that is known to like attack people. And she's like, it's not her. It's the ventriloquist doll that's next to her. Mm -hmm. And the thing I wanted to talk about is not only do everybody freak Everybody's freaking out, or a lot of people are freaking out about this video because they're like, you're showing Peggy the doll. Which, A, that's not Peggy. No, it's not. Because they're like, you need to put a disclaimer. I can't believe you just did that. I was like, in no way, shape, or form have we shown this doll that you're not supposed to look at in this TikTok. Thank you. Have a nice day. And since we're on this fucking topic anyways, people in that comment section also were like, because I explained in the video that... The girl that's in the the doll that's a girl that's in the glass case isn't the one that actually does it. And I was asking her, I was like, well, are you actually the one that does it? And you puppet the other one? And she was like, no, no, no. I am in here as a dis- as a diversion because the one that's next to me that you don't like that's threatening to bite your nose off is the one that actually does things. But if they, if the people think that I do it, I can be in here and he can be free because <laughs> for whatever reason, the box... Makes it less able to do creepy shit. But with this doll, a lot of people are saying, how do you know it's not like the dark thing in the doll? Because obviously this female doll is also haunted. Like, how do you know that she's not lying? Because Zach Bagans tweeted at us. Well, I mean, I know. But there's people like, how do you know that she's not talking to, like, she says she's talking to this female presenting doll. Like. What if she's just trying to trick you to get her out of the box? The old switcheroo, like the, yeah, the yeah, Spider-Man yeah. meme. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'll bring it up to live. Oh, no. I thought about that while we were filming that video. Well, I mean, I know. <laughs> and when he literally was like, if you say anything, I'll bite your nose off. I was like, here, you little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my validation of that I was right. And the girl was like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Just rolled her eyes. So, yeah. No, he definitely is... Uh, the problem child. And when we were recording the video, I was like, why does this doll feel so familiar? Like, and why do I feel like I've seen this doll before? Well, when Em and I were going to do our doll The haunted videos, doll podcast is before the Robert the doll one. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to research a haunted doll. And I was like, oh, what doll are you going to do? And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to do this one. It has red hair and freckles and it looks like old because it has like a checkered shirt, yada, yada, yada. What are those dolls called with the strings? Marionettes. That's, that's what you told me. However, a ventriloquist doll is pretty similar because a lot of times they have those weird things to move their arms and legs because they're puppety. <laughs> yeah. But I saw this doll and I like described it and I was like, well, what is it called? And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to talk about this doll. Like it's talking to me and I'm going to find it. So I literally looked up on the internet like 
redheaded ventriloquist marionette doll freckles with like all of the different types of characteristics and I couldn't find it. Yeah. Until we watched this goddamn thing from Zach Bagel Bites Museum. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means, but it grosses me out and I just wanted to say it. So sounds like fun. If anybody knows if that doll actually is something or has something or if it has a story, let us know. It's the one that's next to the one that's in the case in our video on TikTok and on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. It Put looks... a lovely pink circle around him. Mm. Yeah, it's really weird. So if you know if there's any story or a name for it, let us know and I'll research it because I feel like that's the thing that might have been talking to me like literally five months ago. <laughs> so I'm sorry this podcast might be a little more cut down. <laughs> yeah, the last one was a lot. And then we did two before that or something, I think. This is our fourth one? Yes. Yeah, we did two before the one that was even harder. So I apologize if I've lost the will to live and you can tell. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, okay. Move all of your food off into the floor. I'll still I eat it. it. I will still eat it. Okay. If you guys want to leave us a review on Apple Podcast, make sure to leave a dad joke and we'll make sure to feature it in our next podcast. Yeah, please, because we do have a five star rating with However, however. No one <laughs> left a dad joke except for Charles. Charles It was an anime you. dad joke. It was. It was even better. Christine, you left the lack thereof of a dad joke with in our mind is a dad joke. But since we don't have another dad joke one, we're going to talk about friend of Team Gale. She rated us five stars. So thank you. We appreciate you. And they say it is, quote, a must listen. The dialogue between Em and Liv is great. I'll admit that I listened to it while at work with a laughing, crying emoji face or in Diabolical. the car. Diabolical. Rule breaker. Their voices are great company. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad our sultry voices can uh, grace your ear hole holes. Glad so, that we could read your comment on uh, our podcast as well. We love your comments. We're looking for dad jokes. However, if you're like Christine and you don't have a dad and joke. you're a rule breaker and listening to us at work, freaking let us know. Yeah, we appreciate it. We love you guys and we're excited uh, 
that you are here and are continuing to be here. So Sidekicks! <laughs> it's two buttons at once. Oh, they have, that's how you know we're done. There's a thing down here at the, the the suggestions of you also might like for podcasts and uh literally there's one that has like some sort of like skeleton spaceman and it says let's read but I tell you right now that I saw your logo and it looks to me like let's dead. I think it's supposed to say let's dead. No, it says let's read podcast underneath it because I was like you can't put let's dead on there, can you? It says let's read. Still looks like Let's Dead to Not, me. Okay, as long as you also... <laughs> are you seeing it too? Sorry. I see a, a zombie hand going through the D. Yeah. Let's Dead. 